Episode 3. This program is a Duads collaboration with Purple Radio. Content warnings may be found in the episode description. Your recommendation, young man. Thank you. Ah! What? It's blood. He shall not escape me this time. Who? He! My thief! Ah, the traitor! The man of Mung! Duads present The Three Musketeers, Episode 3, Shoulder, Baldric, Handkerchief. Excuse me. Oi! Watch your way you're going. Oh, I'll get him now. I'll get him now. He wasn't walking too fast. I can... <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me, but I'm in a hurry. You are in a hurry. Let go of my belt. I am in a hurry. You believe an excuse me is sufficient? You think that just because you heard Monsieur de Treville speak to us a little cavalierly today, that you can too? Undeceive yourself, comrade. You are not the captain. Monsieur Athos, I did not do it intentionally, and not doing it intentionally, I said excuse me. It appears to me that this is quite enough. Please just let go. It's urgent. (sighs) Monsieur, you are not polite. This is Paris, boy, not some backwater village. Paris or not, it is not you who can give me a lesson in good manners, I warn you. Perhaps. If I were not in such haste, and if I were not running after someone... Monsieur Man in a hurry, you can find me without running. And where, I pray you? Near the Calme de Chaux. At what hour? About noon. About noon? That'll do. I'll be there. Endeavour not to make me wait. Good! I will be there ten minutes before twelve. That stranger was just beyond the gate. I should still see him from there if I hurry. By God, Porthos, you must be boiling in that cloak. Even if I had a cold, I would still find it unbearable. They ought to oil this gate at the very least. It's the one we go through every day, and yet it creaks like my father's joints. A sore sight we should be if his eminence were to say we did not have the money for oil. The thing about a creaky gate, though, is that you hear people coming. Oiled hinges, on the other hand, make for quiet, nasty surprises. Like getting caught with your pants down? Uh, Why aren't just my pants, Monsieur Brothers? Excuse me! Merde! Ah. My cloak! (coughs) Get it off! I'm stuck! Uh, where are you? I, I, I don't know. Where's this? Uh, your hand! Off my ass! Immediately! I beg your pardon. Ah. Ah. That's odd. You're baldric. On the back, it's just leather. Not even gold the whole way through. That must be why he's wearing the cloak. God! Uh, out! Out! Uh. Oh, thank goodness. I couldn't breathe under there. Oh, bless me. <clears throat> 
You must be mad to run against people in this manner. <laughs> Excuse me, but I'm in such haste. I, I was running after someone and- Do you always forget your eyes when you run? No. And thanks to my eyes, I can see what other people cannot see. Monsieur, you stand a chance of getting chastised if you rub the musketeers in this fashion. Chastised? It is one that becomes a man, accustomed to look his enemies in the face. Pardieu. I know full well that you don't turn your back to yours, especially without that cloak. <laughs> uh, I'll kill you! Uh, presently, presently. When you haven't got your cloak on. <laughs> at, at, at one o'clock then. Behind the Luxembourg. Very well, at one o'clock then. Pardon, madame, but have you seen a man, taller than myself, with dark hair? Monsieur, have you seen a man of handsome carriage pass this way? Excuse me, I'm looking for a man. He had a faint scar on his cheek. Have you seen this man of Hmong? Where is he? He has to be here. He can't have... We can't have escaped. Ah! Only eleven, and now I have two duels. With Porthos and Athos of all people. Each of them could kill three D'Artagnans blindfolded. And mon dieu. Dashed off without a thought for Monsieur de Treville. Oh, Monsieur de Treville! Oh! Why, if somehow Athos does not kill me, then Porthos does not kill me, I shall surely die of shame. Oh, D'Artagnan, you idiot. Running into Athos's injured shoulder, and Porthos. Mon dieu, what was I thinking? They're gonna skewer me. <laughs> Why can't you keep your mouth shut, D'Artagnan? To be obliging and polite is not cowardly. Look at Aramis, now. Aramis is mildness and grace personified. Did anybody ever dream of calling Aramis a coward? No, certainly not. And from this moment, I will endeavor to model myself after him. Oh, that's strange. Here he is. Aramis, Aramis, whenever will you give up this foolish pretension of being a musketeer? I thought your lackey wanted you to become Pope one day. <laughs> Come now, my cousin Bernajou is in the Cardinal's Guards, but even he is less religious than our dear Aramis. What does it matter if he's a musketeer? Gentlemen, please, one day I shall sheath my blade for good. But does God not call on us to make use of all of our talents? My skill with the pen will only increase with age, whereas my talents of the sword... Of the sword and of the sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, this city's gone far too long without a ball. Thinking of the good old days, missing old faces, Marie de Medici, Madame de Chevreuse. <laughs> You'd best be glad his eminence made short work of the good old days, or else... No, no, hiding behind the drapes, sneaking off to the boudoir, taking a casual stroll in the gardens. Yeah, and tiptoeing around affairs of state. Naturally. Good day, gentlemen. Uh, Monsieur Aramis, I spotted you from across the street. Ah. You are the young monsieur from the Hotel de Treville. The very same D'Artagnan at your service. Well met. Monsieur. Good day, monsieur. Sup, monsieur. Now, as we were discussing, surely the king must have a fate sometime in the near future to please the queen, if nothing else. Oh, something lavish, please. Uh, monsieur de... de... 
Ah, there's, there's somewhere. D'Artagnan. Ah, Monsieur D'Artagnan. Do you often frequent Parisian balls? Surely you must. Ah, uh, Monsieur, I, uh, um, well, look at that. Oh, pardon, Monsieur Aramis, it's just under your boot. Permit me, if you would just <clears throat> remove your boot, Monsieur Aramis. Uh, there! I believe, Monsieur Aramis, that this is a handkerchief you would be sorry to lose. Give me that! Uh-uh. Well, look at this. Do I spy the coat of arms of the Boitrecies? Will you persist in saying, most discreet Aramis, that you are not on good terms with Madame de Boitrecy, when that gracious lady has the kindness to lend you one of her handkerchiefs? Ah, uh, oops. You little bitch! <clears throat> you are deceived, gentlemen. This handkerchief is not mine, and I cannot fancy why Monsieur has taken it into his head to offer it to me rather than to one of you. As proof of what I say, here is mine in my pocket. Ooh, cambric. Nice. <laughs> well, if you insist on pretending that this handkerchief isn't yours, I should be forced, my dear Aramis, to reclaim it myself. For, as you very well know, Monsieur Boitrecy is an intimate friend of mine, and I cannot allow the property of his wife to be sported as a trophy. You make the demand badly, and while acknowledging the justice of your reclamation, I refuse it on account of the form. The fact is, I did not see the handkerchief fall from the pocket of Monsieur Aramis. He had a foot upon it, as that is all, and I thought from having his foot upon it, the handkerchief was his. And you were deceived, my dear sir. Besides, I have reflected, my dear intimate of Boatracy, that I am not less tenderly his friend than you can possibly be, so that decidedly this handkerchief is as likely to have fallen from your pocket as mine. No, upon my honour. You are about to swear upon your honour and I upon my word? Then it will be pretty evident that one of us will have lied. Now, here, we will do better than that. Let each take half. Of the handkerchief? Yes. <laughs> Perfectly just. The judgment of King Solomon. Oh, Aramis, you are certainly full of wisdom. So it would seem. Is there a problem, monsieur? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we'd best move the conversation inside. Aramis, will you join us? No. Unfortunately, I am to be detained at the Luxembourg today, but do pass on my regards to Madame d'Aguillon. Wait! Monsieur, you will excuse me, I hope. Ah! Monsieur, permit me to observe that you have not acted in this affair as a gallant man ought. What? Monsieur? And do you suppose- I suppose, Monsieur, that you are not a fool, and that you knew quite well, although coming from Gascony, that people do not tread upon handkerchiefs without a reason. What the devil? Paris is not paved with cambric! Monsieur, I really don't know. And since you know of Gascons, you must know that we aren't patient. So when we beg to be excused once, we are convinced that should be enough. Monsieur, what I say to you 
about the matter is not for the sake of seeking a quarrel. But the affair is serious, for a lady has been compromised by you. By us, you mean? Why did you so brashly return me the handkerchief? Why did you so brashly let it fall? I repeat, the handkerchief did not fall from my pocket. And thereby you have lied twice, Monsieur, for I saw it fall. Ah, you take it with that tone, do you, Mr. Gascon? Well, I will teach you how to behave yourself. And I will send you back to your mass book, Master Abbe. Draw, if you please, and instantly. Not so, if you please, my good friend. Not here, at least. Do you not perceive that we are opposite the Hotel Aguillon? Which is full of the Cardinal's creatures? How do I know that this is not his eminence, who has honoured you with the commission to procure my head? Now, I entertain a ridiculous partiality for my head. It seems to suit my shoulders so correctly. I wish to kill you. Be at rest as to that, but to kill you quietly in a snug, remote place where you will not be able to boast of your death to anybody. I agree, Monsieur, but do not be too confident. Take your handkerchief. Whether it belongs to you or another, you may perhaps stand in need of it. At two o'clock, I shall have the honour of expecting you at the hotel of Monsieur de Treville. There, I will indicate to you the best place and time to meet your end. Mon Dieu! It's twelve! Oh, quick! To the calm de show! At least, if I am killed, I shall be killed by a musketeer. No, no, shut up, D'Artagnan. You're not going to die. I won't let you die. Come on, come on. There must be a way to get out of these jewels. Think. Athos. Athos. Austere and honorable. God, why did you go bash his shoulder? I wanted to be friends with him, damn it. Maybe I could present some valid excuse. And Porthos! I'll use his half-gold baldric as blackmail. Monsieur Porthos, if you try to kill me, I will make a laughing stock of you. Yes, that's it. And Aramis! I could hit him in the face. Excuse me. Excuse me. Oi! What's where you're going? You're getting into some serious trouble. I am well aware. Yes, I might be able to match Aramis and threaten to break his perfect nose. I must prevail. I shall endure nothing from anyone but the King, the Cardinal, and Monsieur de Treville. Phew. There it is. The Covent, the Camp de Chaux. The place for the jewels of men with no time to lose. As I crossed the field and came around the corner of the convent, I saw Athos sitting upright on a post, waiting for me with hat in hand its feather brushing the ground. His other hand clutched his shoulder, and he looked through eyes clouded by a fog of pain. Upon seeing me, he let his hand fall and stood up. Good day, monsieur, in a hurry. <laughs> Pardon <laughs> my lateness, monsieur Athos. <sighs> you are not late. Besides, 
the two friends which I have engaged as seconds are not yet come. I am astonished, as it is not at all their custom to be late. I have no seconds, monsieur. I only arrived in Paris yesterday, and I don't think Monsieur de Treville would like to waste his time being dragged along to a duel. You know no one but Monsieur de Treville? Yes, Monsieur, I know only him. My father and he were old friends. Well, but then, if I kill you, I shall have the air of a boy slayer. Infanticide does not sit well with me. Monsieur, I may be inexperienced, but you suffer from a wound which is very inconvenient. Very inconvenient, upon my word, and you hurt me devilishly. But not to worry, I'll use my left hand. Don't think I'm doing you a favour. I can fight with both. It might even be a disadvantage. A left-handed man is very troublesome to people who are not prepared for it. Hmm. I regret I did not inform you sooner of this circumstance. You are too kind, monsieur. You confuse me. Let us talk of something else, if you please. Ah, you really have done my shoulder in. If you will permit me, I have a miraculous balsam for wounds. It's my mother's recipe. Like a witch's brew? I'm just desperate enough to accept. Well, I am sure that in less than three days this balsam would cure you. And at the end of three days, when you would be cured, well, sir, it would still do me a great honour to be your man. Adieu, monsieur. That is a proposition that pleases me. Not that I can accept it, but a league off it savours of the gentleman. We live in the time of the cardinal, my dear. Someone would find out about our intended jewel. I think these fellows will never come. If you are in haste, monsieur, and if it be your will to dispatch me at once, do not inconvenience yourself, I pray you. <laughs> if we don't kill each other, I will have much pleasure in your conversation. We will wait for these gentlemen, so please you. I have plenty of time, and uh, it will be more correct. Ah, here is one of them now. What? Is your first witness... Monsieur Porthos? Yes, that disturbs you. By no means. <clears throat> and here is the second. What? Your second witness is Monsieur Aramis? Doubtless. Are you not aware that we are never seen one without the others, and that we are called among the musketeers and the guards at court and in the city Athos, Porthos, and Aramis, or the three inseparables? Ah, what's all this about, then? This is the gentleman I'm going to fight with. I see you have changed out of your cloak. Why? It is with him I am also going to fight. But not before one o'clock. And I am also to fight with this gentleman. But not until two o'clock. But what are you going to fight about, Athos? Oh, I... I don't very well know. I hurt his shoulder by accident... And you, Porthos? Well, I'm going to fight uh, because I'm going to fight... <laughs> we had a short discussion about Parisian fashion. <laughs> and you, Aramis? Uh, oh, uh, ours is a theological quarrel. <coughs> <coughs> Indeed. Uh, yes, uh, 
passage of St. Augustine, uh, upon which we could not agree. Now you are assembled, gentlemen, permit me to offer you my apologies. Oh, I don't think so. Trying to back out, are you? And I believed myself facing a gentleman. You do not understand me, monsieurs. I asked to be excused in the case I should not be able to discharge my debt to all three. For Monsieur Athos has the right to kill me first, which must much diminish the face value of your bill, Monsieur Porthos, and render yours almost null, Monsieur Aramis. And now, gentlemen, I repeat, excuse me, but on that account only, and on guard! It is very hot, and yet I cannot take off my doublet, for I just now felt my wound begin to bleed again, and... I should not like to annoy Monsieur with the sight of blood which he has not drawn from me himself. That is true, Monsieur. And whether drawn by myself or another, I assure you I shall always view with regret the blood of so brave a gentleman. I will therefore fight in my doublet like yourself. Come, come. Enough of such compliments. Remember, we're all waiting our turns. Speak for yourself when you are inclined to utter such incredulities. For my part, I think what they say is very well said. And quite worthy of two gentlemen. <clears throat> when you please, monsieur. I await your orders. Remember your basics, D'Artagnan. Keep your wrists loose, your stance low. Watch his torso, not his hands. And breathe. Ha! gave me the commendation, oh. Bicarat. So, you take down a couple of musketeers in the dark, sir. And you think you can order me around? Perhaps when I make you beg for your life, you'll see that I can just order you around. The Cardinal's guards! Sheath your swords, gentlemen! Sheath your swords! <laughs> oh. Hello. Hello, musketeers. Blades out, I see. Fighting here, are you? Behind a church? A place of God? And the edicts? What has become of them? It seems only yesterday I was forced to make an example of you. You are very generous, gentlemen of the guards. If we were to see you fighting, I can assure you that we would make no effort to prevent you. Leave us alone, then, and you'll enjoy a little amusement without cost to yourselves. Gentlemen, it is with great regret that I pronounce the thing impossible. Duty before everything. Sheath, then, if you please, and follow us. Monsieur, it would afford us great pleasure to obey your polite invitation if it depended upon ourselves. But unfortunately, the thing is impossible. Monsieur de Treville has forbidden it. Pass on your way, then. It is the best thing to do. We will charge upon you then if you disobey. There are five of them, and we are but three. We shall be beaten again, and must die on the spot, for, on my part, I declare I will never again appear before Captain Treville as a conquered man. It was one of those events which decide the life of a man. To fight, that was to disobey the law. That was to risk my head. That was to make at one blow an enemy of the Cardinal, a minister more powerful than the King himself. 
But it was not a choice. And there was only one thing I could do. Gentlemen, allow me to correct your words, if you please. You said you were but three. But it appears to me that we are four. You're not one of us. You're not a musketeer, boy. Fine. I don't have the uniform, but I have the spirit, the heart. Withdraw, young man. You may retire. We consent to that. Save your skin. Be gone quickly. Decidedly. You are a brave fellow. Come, come. Choose your part. Well, Aramis, we must do something. Monsieur d'Artagnan is full of generosity. But we should only be three, one of whom is wounded, with the addition of a boy, and yet it will not be the less said we were four men. Yes, but to yield? That is difficult. Try me, gentlemen, and I swear to you by my honour that I will not go hence if we are conquered. What is your name, my brave fellow? D'Artagnan, monsieur. Well then, Athos, Porthos, Aramis, and D'Artagnan, forward. Come, gentlemen. Have you finally decided? It is done, gentlemen. And what is your choice? We are about to have the honour of charging you. Porthos, do be kind and put my hat down on top of that post there. You absolute peacock. I just bought it. I don't want it to be ruined. Ah, you resist, do you? Does that astonish you? Not in the least. I have the two on the left. Ah, good. Now stop grandstanding and finish them. Cossack. We have unsettled business, you and I. I've been waiting for this a long time. Porthos! I will take Bicarats. He's too big for you shrimps to handle anyway. But that will leave D'Artagnan with Dussac. Don't you worry, Monsieur Athos, I can take him. Dussac is one of his eminence's favourites. It's suicide. Monsieur Athos! Uh-uh-uh. Eyes on me, young monsieur. Well, perhaps some of you provincials do know your way around a fight. My father taught me everything he knew! Then you'll die making him proud. <coughs> Younger. If I can just hold out long enough, maybe he'll make a mistake. For God's sake, stop changing your stance every two seconds. <laughs> I'm a tiger! <coughs> and I shall mount you on my wall. <coughs> Impossible. Oh, God. Oh, Monsieur. He'll be all right, won't he? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Aramis, my friend. How's it going? <laughs> one down, Porthos. Only ah, one more to go. Ah, Athos. <laughs> Concentrate, you two, or the battle is... <laughs> Lost. <laughs> well, well, Athos, our troubled history ends here. 
Kalsaka. Ah! To me, Monsieur Kalsak, I will slay you. Splat! Do not kill him, young man. I beg of you. I have an old affair to settle with him. Disarm him only. Make sure of his sword. That's it. Very well done. My sword! Ah, not likely. <laughs> ah. It's over, Monsieur Kalsak. Yield. Get your feet off my sword. Yield. No, you. Oh. Now then, where were we? That will be all. This is how you kill me, is it, Athos? Slitting my throat? Some gentleman you are. Young D'Artagnan won that duel as honorable as any gentleman. Leave him. Your fight is with me. <laughs> so it is, Monsieur Athos. So it is. Ah! Ah! Oh, Gansak, even with my armor, heart mangled, you cannot beat me. You think I care? After what you did? After what I did? Oh. Look me in the eye, Kausak. Tell me, what do you see? No, you, you're dead! <laughs> and now, old friend, so are you. Ah. What are you looking at, D'Artagnan? <laughs> A holy man always bestows mercy upon his opponents. Oh, thank God. If they repent. What? Beg for mercy before God and before me. Oh, spare me, Monsieur Aramis. <sighs> Porthos, how you fare? Physically, all right. Huh. Mentally, now that's where I haven't beat. You know what time it is? Oh, really? No banter. An audience loves banter, Monsieur Bicarat. Nothing better than a friendly roasting. Huh! Speaking of, I hear your brother recently obtained a company in the regiment of Nevers. You must be so proud. <laughs> you will not beat me, Monsieur <laughs> Unless. Yeah! <laughs> It's time you surrender, or else you'll be late for your annual ass-kicking. I will not fall here. Gentlemen, gentlemen, would you mind hurrying it up a little? The City Watch will come and take us all in for dueling, be we royalists or cardinalists. Then I will fight you to the end, even if it is four against one. How is he doing this? Yeah. Aramis, duck! Good, good, D'Artagnan. Hold his sword. <coughs> Yield, Monsieur Bicaret! <laughs> Yield, Bicaret. Don't throw your life away. <coughs> Jussac is speaking sense for the first and possibly last time in his life. <laughs> here, here will Bicaret die, for only I am left, and they seek my life. 
Aramis? Is he seriously quoting the Bible at us right now? Uh, indeed he is. Uh, Kings 19.10, if memory serves. But uh, there are uh, four against you. Leave off, I command you. Oh, uh, if you command me, that's another thing. As you are my commander, it is my duty to obey. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, you don't have to. Oh, and you didn't have to break your sword. <sighs> he acts with honour. Long live his eminence! Long live the cardinal! Mon dieu. You know, Aramis, it's a good thing we got to you before the Red Duke did, or else you'd be- Yes! Yes, Porthos! Now, um, would you- uh, Let the hand carry these men inside the church. They require medical attention. Ugh. Vicarat, don't just stand around. You help too. You fought bravely, D'Artagnan. And, more importantly, you fought well. I... Thank you, Monsieur Athos. The others are downstairs. Where are we going? We ring the bell to call the watch and a physician. Why did you fight beside us and not against us today? You are good men. There were five opponents and only three of you. It would have been an injustice not to fight. You remind me of myself. When I was younger. Permit me to say, but I doubt that was very long ago. It was. Why were you at the Hotel de Treville this morning? It was because... I wanted to become a musketeer. And then I had second thoughts. Maybe a red guard, but after today... Speak up, boy! Well... I want to be a musketeer! enjoyed episode three of the three musketeers today's episode featured alex kameish as d'artagnan alexandra hart as lady anthony ford matt redmond and jacob cook as musketeers matthew mcconkey as athos aaron kotagonkar as porthos emily tarbuck as noble one natalia umlianlin stone as noble two peter farbank as Aramis, Alistair Hall as Noble Three, Anthony Ford as Merchant, Stephen Ledger as Jusak, Urenitemi Agbajul as Bikara, Artemis Lamb as Cossack, Megan Ratcliffe as Redguard One, and Matilda Brune as Redguard Two. The Three Musketeers was jointly directed by Nicole Balta Blanco, Lauren Brewer, Sonia Saraf, Daniel Mahale. Music created by Ollie Fab. Main theme by Ollie Fab and Kat Patalis. Editing was done by Odd Hoagie. Our Foley artist was Natalia Umlianin Stone and Jay Figueredo. This show is based off Alexander Dumas' The Three Musketeers. Scripts were written by Jay Figueredo, 
Isel Ilkton Salmon, Matthew McConkie, and Sam Turnbull. The producer team was Sophie Tice, Victoria Lee Barofolo, Thomas Tomlinson, and Jay Figueredo. For a full list of cast and crew, see our website. I'm Matilda Brun. Want to support the show? Come join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash duads. That's D-U-A-D-S. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram.